This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. No maharimai, kua tai te wā ke hipuna kōrero, ko Kelly Pike toku ingwa. This is a podcast hosted by Waikato Environment Centre or Go Eco. We are a voice for the environment, a centre for learning and a catalyst for change. Hipuna kōrero shares the aspirations and mahi of our team and community as we work towards a vision of healthy environments and thriving communities. Nō tērā wiki, Last week on the podcast, Anna Casey Cox spoke with Yvonne Toda and Sheree Van Shrivendijk Goodman about a book published by Manaki Fenua called Te Reo o Te Repo, Kekonei Tonu O, The Voice of the Wetland, I Am Still Here. The book continues advocacy for our wetland through the voices of Hapu and Iwi. In the interview, they shared the ups and downs of undertaking this project during a pandemic when wetlands aren't at the forefront of all of our minds. They also share a message of hope and reminder of our resilience. You can download that book for free from Manaki Whenua Landcare Research's website. You can whakarongo or listen to that podcast from freefm.org.nz or from your favourite podcast platform. Search for Hipuna Kōrero. You'll also find our podcast in a tab at the top of our Facebook page. That's Go Eco Wakato. A terawiki. On the 28th of October, Aotearoa commemorated Te Pūtaki o Te Riri, Hera Maumahara, the National Day of Commemoration for the New Zealand Wars. It's also 186 years since the signing of He Whakaputanga o Te Rangatera Tanga o New Tirini. This week, Anne is joined by Tipa Mahuta, co-chair of the Wakato River Authority and elected representative at Wakato Regional Council, to reflect on progress of mainstream understanding and honouring of Hefa Kaputanga, which was the Declaration of Independence signed in 1835 by the United Tribes of Aotearoa. We'll then be joined by Simon, our Transport and Energy Lead, who will talk through the Emissions Reduction Plan. Yes, it sounds very boring, but our involvement is critical in making sure our government sets the ambitious policies we need to stay within set climate targets and particularly timely as we seek inspiration, ideas and shared knowledge from that gathered at the COP26 conference in Glasgow. This is Hepuna Kōrero, a show hosted by Go Eco. Okay, so nā mihi ki a kue, uh, Tipa. Welcome to Hepuna Kōrero. Um, and for taking Tēnā the time, because I know tēnā. you're busy, I feel your community and all the things you do, you're just amazing. So um, thank you so much for taking the time to kōrero a little bit with us about Hefakaputanga. And um, we've got a bit of a history with this one, with this kaupapa together uh, mm. from our times with uh, Anglican Connection um, and having some hui up there. But I guess I just wanted to, yeah, just see how, how it is with you today, the Hefakaputanga. What's, uh, what's on top for you when you think about that uh, in the context of what we're in uh, today? Yeah. Yeah, well, again, I, 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 when you asked, um, I was thinking, gee, what did I say before? Yeah. <laughs> you kind of get to that point, but I, I even drew it up 
so I took to it, but I don't even know if you can see this, but here we so if I was to think about the shifts that have occurred, if, you know, almost 10 years we've been having these corridors, you know, mm-hmm. you know we're um, and hosted up there um, on Mindful Road. Mm-hmm. And just thinking about it, the shifts that have occurred mm-hmm. in Aotearoa, New Zealand, and some of those shifts that I just wanted to celebrate is there is generally more knowledge in the community as a result of your work, other people's work. The, the discussion is live. Mm-hmm. It may not be well-informed, but people don't dismiss treaty narratives now. They know there's more to the treaty and all of these things. The other big shifts that have occurred with, um, you know, what those girls achieved in Otorohanga with their partition. Aye, aye. So now we have a rai, putanga tiriri, and people can actively discuss that painful past that we had. Mm. And from that, we're now talking about curriculum that will acknowledge all the history that we do share as a nation. You know, in a very short decade, We've gone to a very uncomfortable and uninformed discussion. I'd say it's still somewhat uncomfortable and people are polarised, but we're right in it now as Aotearoa. Mm. And I, I um, just really celebrate that. We're going to have a matariki celebration eh, as a holiday soon. Right. And the level of bilingualism that is accepted and normed in New Zealand now, you know, as a kid growing up, I would never dream we'd hear this much money on mainstream TV. <laughs> yeah, know. exactly. Yeah, so those are positive. And people go, what's it got to do with Hefakaputanga? Well, that was our context mm-hmm. right? yeah. for having this discussion. Um, and so some of the things I wanted to share is uh, we've always shared about, well, where were they? If you could time travel back and what shoes did they fill back then? Eh? What, were the, what were they thinking? You know, I often shared with you that, you know, what, might, what were Arangatira thinking? And particularly for here in Waikato, the Hauraki chiefs, um, when the Whakaputanga left Waitangi and went around, organised um, hui out there and they signed it. And it was signed all around the motu, but that's particularly where Te Whero Whero signed it, who at, at that time he was in his Arikitanga for Waikato. And I've got to think about, all well, you know, they were, stat- they were grounded, authentic. They were home. Everything they did was normal. Mm. It was us and the rest of the world was an interesting place. And they yeah. came on both, you know. Yeah. Mahiranga um, Māori, the things that we're reclaiming now, maramataka, um, you know, the, the seasons, um, all of those things, celestial knowledge, or everything that's called Mahiranga Māori today would have been just normal. Mm. And then this encounter culture was unusual and new. Mm. Etc. So I was thinking, well, in 2021, COVID is the new, you know, has caused a great worldwide disruptor. Mm. And while people, whoever they are from New Zealand, might have felt, you know, us against the rest of the world, (laughs) some of those same sentiments, they come back round again. But if you look at just this week, um, having the hikoi to Waitangi about civil rights and mainly no Māori led, You've got to think, whoa, did they ever imagine this would happen? Yeah, under you the know? auspices of Whakaputanga, I <laughs> know. <laughs> but, um, Who would have thought? I, and mm. in the same way, um, treaty rights to water uh, is guaranteed as Tonga. Um, and then now there's a nationalised uh, water distribution system of which Māori will co-govern. Aye, tino pai, tino pai. Aye, I see the it all about that and it's huge, eh? But it's, um, yeah. it seems like a really awesome um, way forward. Opportunity. Um, aye. So, but, yeah. you know, in a very short period of time, we, we've gone from 
probably nervous to quite brave and ambitious. So mm. I've got to think about, well, and go back to COVID and the government's health targets to see more Māori vaccinated, more of our vulnerable communities vaccinated and that push. Aye. And if I was to say, well, do my people feel grounded, authentic, normal, safe within this place? Hey, you know, mm. of all, all the harms caught up on us mm. and they have a basic fundamental fear of the system and that's why, you know, but and her, what is the rangatira position to say, hey, I've got to protect you. This is, you know, us again. I, I need soldiers for the future. I need you vaccinated without roaming it down their throat, you know. Mm. Mm. You've got to acknowledge their rangatira tanga, their right to self-determine as a whānau, and all the harm that got on the road of them experiencing that fully. Absolutely. Yeah, tino pai, and I, I get that because, like, the Māori health uh, organisations, they are just doing the most incredible job. They're just out there and the support and afi that's being offered in, in, a, in a Māori way is just yeah. the only way, actually. Um, and it's a it's a shame it wasn't done that way from the start. And I saw an article today with um, you know, John Tamahiri and you know all that corridor and yeah, but good on you know the fight is there, and so that's authentically in Hefakaputanga. Like that's your you know yes. we're here right and determine that uh, that space. So yep. yeah, then we have the health reforms announced. The Māori Health Authority is an opportunity, mm. you know. And it may seem like people, to people too little, too late, but from where we were when we started these conversations, Anna, very mm-hmm. hopeful, but very treaty settlements around the place. We're still only they're still we're still in the first generation of those. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. So, building the next, I guess, that next period of time and the next shift that needs to occur. And we've all got to be braver. That's all I can see on the landscape. Totally. And, and there's nothing to be afraid of either. The, the stories that give me hope too are like Pakia going to Māori uh, health organisations and going, wow, that was the best experience I've ever had, you know. Yeah, that's right. Because, you know, um, Māori, and this is what I heard this week, or I've actually heard it before too, but the word Māori means normal. Like, you know, like, mm. you know, or there's a there's a, a interpretation that means normal. And, you know, that's actually what we're calling us to be. Like, come on, guys, get into this way of being, of, you know. Uh, it's, it's good for us. It is good for us. And, um, and people are like a number of my colleagues and all the different, you know, roles and responsibilities I have, have had, and I might go, you guys are just so good at this, you know. You turn around and it's almost like the marae got set up on the side of the road and all this stuff is happening. And I said, well, when you've lived in crisis, you know how to... Aye, aye. You know how to mobilise very quickly. But it's not the optimum behaviour. The optimum behaviour is that we're proactively looking after ourselves. Aye? But aye. Those, we're going to have to, again, once we're in our rangatira state and know that we belong and everything that we believe is is our right it's nothing we have to fight for before we won't have to chase ourselves for all these well-beings you know what I mean totally we need a, yeah we need a safer context for our people to grow in so I think that's still the Putanga challenge because while we can talk strength space today we get to Waitangi day and, and somebody turns it into you know a, a different kind of fest so my daughter asked me, she said, Mum, have you ever heard so much kaikiri racism in, in your life? Because she's really aware of it now and her as a 30-year-old watching the media. And I'm saying no, but it almost seems the more strength based we become, the louder that noise gets. Mm. If you know what I mean. Just yeah, no, totally. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. it's the fear well, that um, they're letting go of power, but actually that's what needs to happen because the power was never ceded, you know? That's the thing well, with Hifakaputanga, it was never ceded. And right. that's a big uh, misunderstanding or non, no understanding of uh, yeah. some of our Pākehā whānau, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and so it's how do we, how do we, see, we'd say, for your generation, how do you have better conversations on fake, Facebook, Facebook, I was going to say, you know, <laughs> if there's social media platforms that aren't, mm all this cancel culture, you've got to be at extremes of the argument, debate. I see, because, you know, fundamental human characteristic is to create community. We call it kotaitanga, eh? you know, to create a healthy and abundant community. So how do we build that? How do we have the whole conversation, not just the sound bites, you know, and the media grabs yeah, and totally. things like that? Yeah, And don't fall into that it's, uh, it's for or against, eh? kind mm. of everything in a duality because there can be a wholeness yeah uh, you're allowed to hold it in a substantially different position to me about putanga. but as long as it harms no one and grows something i'm okay with that <laughs> well i think kōrero is really where it's at hey that's what i think because people learn yeah. and, um together and that's what i've really valued about uh through the years talking with you about putanga and just growing and understanding together um and with our our whānau there like um with peter and he has taught me so much yeah. too about like the whakapapa and don't be uh, afraid of whakapapa like the history is there for us to learn from and you know that's it that's something that I still feel like Pākehā need to get their heads around, you know, and acknowledge that history, know the land wars happened, um, understand it, and then go forward together. Like, don't ignore it. Don't pretend, you know. Um, so yeah. that, that's, um, yeah, it's an important part of it, knowing the whakapapa, understanding those interrelationships and how we got here today, you know, so important. Yeah. And then just of my own, um, some of the, the other ones I wanted just to, to, you know, shout out to the whole Māori wards discussion. Now, that was in some places a very hard and painful conversation for different communities, but most people got there. Aye, you know? aye, aye. It took a while, but, yeah, we got. <laughs> and and Kiri 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 Roa, it took a bit of a back step, but, yeah, no, we got there in the end. You know what so, I mean? Yeah, we yeah. got there, and if, I'm, I'm pretty sure if they didn't get there this time, they would have got there next time. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's huge, Jay. It's good. It's not there. It's not there, but it's, yeah. It's on the way there. It's on the way there. Yeah. Like, I think when we're older and we look back at this video, we think, wow, we're, you know, who would have thought, (laughs) who would have thought that all this was possible? Yeah. And I'm really, that we've seen all of this in our lifetimes. And I think we're really privileged, Mm. you know, Mm. because my parents were, were, you know, I grew up around the protest of the late 70s and 80s for Māori. My parents worked extensively in that all their lives. We've gone into that space and to have seen some of the change they imagined um, is just really awesome. So we have to be those rangatira that were at He Whakaputanga that knew that they belonged, eh, that their normal was the normal, and we've just got to keep reimagining that and pushing that forward, Aye. you know. So that, that's all I really wanted to say today, Anna, unless you can think of anything I, I should add. <laughs> no, it's a beautiful corridor. You always have one. Yeah. It's just awesome. So thank you so much. Um, yeah, mahi ki a koe. Okay. Hope for a generation Just beyond my reach Not beyond my sight Hope for a generation Generation just beyond my reach.
not beyond my sight Hope for a generation Before the song break, we heard from Anna Casey Cox and Tipa Mahuta reflecting on Hifakaputanga. I particularly appreciated Tipa reminding us that the government's proposed water reform will embed a shared partnership with Māori for delivery of water services. This is progress. That's not the narrative I'm hearing in the mainstream media, unfortunately, um, but it does speak to the resilience power, mana of Māori and Tauiwi allies who look back to move us forward. To understand how this relates to our work, this is Goeko's position on 
tetiriti. We acknowledge Tetiriti or Watangi as the primary text to be read alongside He Whakaputanga o Te Rangateratanga o Nūtirini. We acknowledge and maintain that Hapu in Aotearoa never ceded Tino Rangateratanga. Go Eco recognises the role of mana whenua and supports Māori to release Kaitiakatanga in their rohi. We also actively seeking a long-term and authentic relationship with the mana whenua of Kirikiriroa and the Wakato region. We endeavour to create a workplace that acknowledges, supports and continues to learn regarding tikanga and kawa within the wakato. We take guidance from the Wakato Tainui Environmental Plan, Taitumu Taipare Taiao. We are committed to the kaupapa of decolonisation, both as a tangatitiriti organisation and for the wider environmental movement. We seek to develop understandings of the history of the wakato, he whakaputanga and tiriti o watangi. E Whaiakine, we're joined by Simon Gascoigne, our Transport and Energy Lead, to talk about the Emissions Reduction Plan, which the government needs our feedback on before the 24th of November. Kia ora. My name's Simon Gascoigne, and today I'm going to be talking about the uh, New Zealand Government's Emissions Reduction Plan uh, that it has recently put out for consultation. This is in response to the uh, Climate Commission's report on how New Zealand can reduce its greenhouse gas emissions. So the government is looking for our thoughts, ideas and suggestions. It is particularly mindful of the role of Tatiritari and the issue of equity in the implementation of policies. The importance of our response cannot be underestimated given the scope and its implications. So we at GoEco encourage you to make a submission. The document covers significant areas in dealing with emissions, those of transport, agriculture, energy, waste and forestry amongst others. Agriculture is also being worked through in a separate process called Hewaka Eke Noa. In framing our response, we are mindful of several themes. Tatiritiri and equity have critical roles to play, more so than perhaps first realised. Global warming is forcing us to consider the tools and behaviours that we have been using to achieve our desired outcomes so far. Here in the 21st century we have achieved much and yet we are still battling the issues of things like homelessness, poor quality housing, waste, loss of biodiversity and significantly increased pressure on natural resources. In the Emissions Reduction Plan or ERP the government has stated that it is willing to use all of the levers available to it in order to ensure that the policy outcomes are fair and effective. Some proposed solutions are heavy on technologies which have yet to be proven, especially when deployed at scale. Tantalising new technologies such as methane inhibitors, carbon capture, hydrogen and new ways of generating renewable energy are being worked on. And yet, what might be the unforeseen consequences? 
How can we plan for unseen outcomes? The ERP asks for our consideration in the deployment of new climate policies. What has the government not thought of? What about smaller rural communities and how might they be affected? How will policies interact with local conditions in your area and for your situation? Well, the government wants to know and it needs all of us to contribute in this process. Despite the seemingly overwhelming challenges that we are being presented with, the opportunity for learning has perhaps never been greater. The opportunities gained in surprising ourselves with new ways of thinking and behaving, changing and adapting, are what give us hope and courage and are worthy of great attention and effort. GoEco is preparing its own submission. But if you're not in a position to make a submission and have some good ideas or points that you'd like to make, then we would love to hear from you. The submission process closes on the 24th of November and the government will prepare its response by May of 2022. The ERP document itself can be downloaded uh, from the Environment Ministry website or just by searching on Google for the New Zealand Emissions Reduction Plan. Thank you. Kweki Hipuna Korero, a show hosted by Go Eco Wakato. Today you heard Anna and Tipa Mahuta Korero on Hifakaputanga. They reflected on shifts which have occurred in the public over the last decade to a place where there is more awareness and discussion, a day of commemoration, history soon being taught in our school curriculum, more te reo on TV and mainstream media, and more value being placed on maramatake and matauranga Māori. Then, Simon encouraged us to make a submission on the Emissions Reduction Plan, as well as some things we're considering for our own submission, such as honouring tetiriti, a just transition, technology and an urgency to go further, faster. Before we go today, on November 5th we'll be looking to Taranaki and com- to commemorate Te Ra o Te Pahua, the day of plunder when 1,600 troops invaded a pacifist settlement in an effort to destroy a settlement, arrest its prophets and leaders to survey and settle the land. We'll also look back and acknowledge the, the strength, the mana and the resilience of the people who are still there. Go Eco Waikato Environment Centre are a not-for-profit environment hub with biodiversity, kai, transport and enterprise projects. You can find out more about our work on social media, Go Eco Waikato, by heading to our website, goeco.org.nz, or better yet, popping in 188 Commerce Street, Frankton and Kirikiriroa, Hamilton. Join us again next week for a new episode, but make sure you follow or subscribe to Hifapuna Korero on your favourite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode. Kia pai tora ihoa
For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.